0: Hey, we're back. We're back in uh, hometown HQ, right? Just got back from Florida. Had a great trip. What you think?
1: Yeah, yeah, had an awesome time. Awesome Enjoyed time. Enjoyed visiting the great state of Florida
2: sunshine state man i got sunburned in that couple <laughs> of hours the florida sun i got sunburned uh, <laughs> you're, that's, you're, that's, you're
0: yeah. as red as that shirt
2: i was man you should have seen my feet my back it was it was cherry tomato i,
0: yeah. uh, I warned you as we were crazy. sitting out there jersey boy
1: it wasn't like, that long though was no, it no, that, it was it like went, maybe it, an hour i don't know justin it, it, it wasn't long <laughs> I was long as, as, as uh maybe.
0: me and kim were sitting out on the beach enjoying a cold cerveza and yeah. justin had his Three Diet Pepsis because he was yeah. upset because they didn't have Diet Coke there. A um, little plug on both of them, I guess. But, hey, um, one cool thing that, we, you know, when we got back, um, I don't know about y'all, my Lincoln blew up. And just people saying, hey, i got glad I got to meet you. Hey, do you want some money? <laughs> Banks, yeah. different kind of people reaching out to us and glad to meet us. And that's what's cool about getting there. And that, it, it was a level up like yeah. we did. Yeah. Absolutely. As someone
2: approached me saying, hey, I'm going to a conference and I just watched your podcast and now I'm going to approach it a little bit differently.
0: Yeah. And that, that's
2: exactly what we wanted to do. It's yeah. Just think about how do you level yourself up and on, a, on a conference or anything. So that, that, that was really gratifying. It was, yeah.
0: it was really cool. And then we got back in this office and our, our crew back here, got us set up in this new table, new little podcast set up, got some new AV nice. equipment. So we won't mess up that mic again, which I did have a shout out to, to somebody that did say, Hey, your mic sounded so much better. So we got you tuned in. So we're doing some new audio equipment here too, and a new desk, a little higher top. So, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, Comfortable. Thank we, you. We we leveled up. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, but, hey, uh, again, I want to remind everybody here, uh, we don't have any big national sponsors. We're just giving this away. How you can really help us and help us, you know, promote this is subscribe. I'm hearing from all our analytical team, and Justin spends a lot of time with these guys in the back scene and, I mean, get tons of downloads Tons of likes on all the different platforms, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and YouTube. And that's how I watch it. YouTube, you know, I got to see pictures. Yeah. I love watching YouTube. And right. when I watch YouTube, uh, other podcasts, I like watching the people because I want to know who's behind it. Yeah. Um, and that's what makes me fix my hair a little different when I see myself. And like, <laughs> okay, uh, didn't look good that day, but we're going to fix that. Um, But no, uh, I need you to subscribe. And that's what they're telling us, Justin, right? Everybody's watching this, but and even good friends of mine, like, hey man, I watched your podcast, but I didn't know it comes out on Tuesday. Is it every Tuesday? It's like if you subscribe, it tells you it mine sends me a little message, mm-hmm. hey, so and so who I follow or who I've subscribed to just posted a new video. So um we need you to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And subscription is no commitment, it's just yeah. yeah, it's, it's get free. Alert. Follow yeah. us.
2: I mean, if you if you like the content, follow it. If not, swipe to the next one. But yeah. it would really help us out and mean the world. There's yeah. a, and there's Remember a ton
0: more. of podcasts out there that are, you know, doing different things. Right. There's people out there promoting their self, promoting their business, promoting. themselves. what they're whatever they're doing, we're just promoting each other out in the field trying to help people do better at what they're doing in life in general and business so we can share some nuggets because we feel good about this and it actually the biggest thing i love about this guys is truly we hold ourselves accountable for what we talk about and we can kind of go back and recalibrate ourselves after we talk because justin might throw a crazy gold nugget like hey man we need to we need to polish that nugget it got a little dirty there right yeah and uh, so that's what's cool about it um but hey let me introduce you, everybody Forgot that I'm Chris, Chris Alexa, your host, your CEO, founder of Aspire to Be Hospitality Group, and to my left over here,
1: yeah, Kimberly Alexa, uh, Aspire 2 Be founder and um, CFO of Aspire to Be.
2: There you go, and over here, my man, Justin Smith, uh, run operations, chief operating officer for Aspire to Be. Yeah, and uh, obviously doesn't tan too well, so uh, <laughs> it takes a couple weeks. It, it'll sink in. It will. A couple episodes from he now, he looks you'll be pretty like, oh, tan man, right he's now. A new
0: shade. Yeah, um, but hey. Uh, These topics come to us all the time, and it's random either by email or somebody in the street or what, and we're kind of shifting a little bit of what our topics, we have a list of topics, yeah. but sometimes these topics come to us from our field team, from our employees, from guests, from just people that's watching our podcast. This is one that we brought up the other day, actually, while we were in Florida that we were approached about, and it's about tipping. Yeah. It's a it's a hot topic. You know, we say that about every podcast we say, but everything's hot right now. It's
1: it's a lot. It's making a lot of noise out there.
0: It is. Yeah. It is. So I challenge you to say, "Hey, I want to talk about tipping. You're like, OK, let's roll with it. Yeah. So, um, you know, and, and, and we want to I want to discuss on all three because you see things totally different. Obviously, mm-hmm. I know you do see it totally different. But, you know, we're going to look at tipping um, as as an employer, as an employee and as a guest. Yeah. I want to attack it that way. But I did some research on this, right? Um, and, and it's kind of kick it off. Like, when did tipping actually start? You know, when did it start? So in the 17th century, like uh, in England. Ooh, we're getting yeah. historical here. They had pictures in this book I read. I <laughs> love it. 17th nice. century. Let's yeah. go. So in England, what they would do when people would go in taverns, the wealthier, the wealthier yeah. would sneak money to the server or bartender under the table or put it in their coat to say, I want better service or Mm -hmm. I want to be served first Mm -hmm. or prompt service. Mm -hmm. So then I went for another step and you think, okay, the word tipped, Mm -hmm. you know, what, what does tip mean? And it's to ensure prompt service. Yeah. So people would tip before like, hey, I'm here. And we, You see people do it all the time. Like, hey, how do I get in the front of the line? Oh, right. yeah. Uh, how do I? It, it, it. Oh, we do it at resorts. Yeah, you try to do it at resorts. Like, hey, how, how, hey I don't want to wait in this line. How do I get up there? Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then uh, instead of just sneaking up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but now the service side of it has taken that to a level of you tip after because it depends on your service you received. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one thing that I, I, I do, and I'm going to start this out because whenever, whenever we open a new Buffalo Wild Wings, and you brought this up in our meeting the other day, that whenever we open a new Buffalo Wild Wings or, or, or service model store, Mellow or whatever it is, that's a, a service, a, a, you know, somebody comes to the table and waits on you, is I've always told our servers this. It's like, we're like a, you know, a, 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 what do you call it, like a flea market. Mm-hmm. or, you know, you go, you go travel, in a, you're on a, a, I guess, a Mexican vacation. You go over there and you go to the, the markets and everybody's selling the same thing. Everybody's walked through there and they're like, Hey, come over here. I got this yeah. shirt or I yeah, got yeah, this yeah. whistle or hat and they're screaming at you. Hell, you know, you're kind of like, Oh, but this guy's selling the same thing. This guy, but this guy's not being aggressive. And this guy is, so you might buy from him. He has a really clean shop. And I tell our servers that we give you four tables. You get yeah. four tables or three. It depends on what, you know, what level of server you are. And this girl might walk out, boy, girl, with $300, $200, and this guy might walk out with $50. Mm-hmm. Well, they waited on their little section way better. They kept it clean. They they better service, got to the table quickly, served the drinks faster. Right. You know? So I think that's the model of this. But on the business side of it, I mean, we need to dive into this. As an employer, what do we look at as a service model and how do we handle those tips, you know?
1: Yeah. So as business owners are on the business side, of course, it's the tip credit advantage for businesses that we get to um, take advantage of for our servers. So they get a a small wage and then their tips account for they have to at least make the minimum wage. So anything over than that, anything over minimum wage is theirs, right? Or it's not the liability of the company to pay. So these our servers uh, in the industry. They may they can make. 10%, 10%, they can make 5%, they can make 10%, they can make 20%, or they can make nothing. Yeah. You know, it, it just uh, how they approach the guests. And that's what we kind of teach them. This is your space. This is your market area. This is your business within inside of our business. Yeah. I think that's the most important part. I think that's what you're trying to say there is that we give these servers a, a platform to make as much money as you possibly can with our guests. We're, mark- we're doing all the marketing as a business owner. We, um, we have marketing already. We've put the building up. We've given you the great opportunity to own your own business within mm-hmm. our four walls. And so they, man, they can make some jack if they yeah. know how to approach
0: a customer. So, I, I like how you said that. And that's how we do approach it. That, you know, when you're a server or a bartender, we'll get over here and know that bartender in a minute, that you are, you're, you're in a business inside of a business, right? You are. I absolutely. Mean, you represent, you can your, be, yeah, you yeah. represent yourself. One of our, one of our sons was a server. Yeah, he, he still serves in our Buffaloes when he comes back out for college and he'll come in like, Man, I made, you know, 150 bucks tonight or I made 70 bucks. Mm-hmm. But you know, he, he, we talk about his service model and how he's a business. So when you come to work, you should be prompt and ready and you should have a clean section. And every time somebody gets up, I'd be cleaning that table and get it ready for the next one so they can set that table, you know? And, and Justin, you were a, you were a bartender. You know how that worked, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, tipping for me, like there's a, there's a circle of, of tipping in 2023 that was probably not even close to what you were talking about in 1700. Yeah. And we're talking about tipping things like whether it's a coffee or, or serving a beer, mm. you're, you're tipping on a service that you're expecting to get. But now nowadays, you might pull up to that window and they're flipping around a device mm-hmm. and putting it in your face and you're having to hit no tip or you're having to select what that tip is. And what that is, is the employer is trying to pass some of that wage on to the guest. So from a guest perspective, you're like, oh my goodness, I have to now tip on a coffee, or I have to now tip on, you know, all of these crazy things. Well, from, you know, a business perspective, it's, you know, there's a lot of labor pressure. There's a lot of inflation out there right now. Absolutely. So the alternative is... Yeah, we can charge a little bit more for our coffee if you'd like us to and turn tipping off, or we can give our staff an opportunity to build rapport with someone, to get their know their name, to do something exceptional and have them earn something. And that's really what it's gotten to for me. And I mean, thank you for bringing up the bartending. I mean, we can go if if you are looking from from my perspective at credit card tips for example in our industry it's anywhere from 15 to 25% and typically the ones that are not giving good service are more towards 15% the yeah. ones that are giving exceptional service are more towards 25% i think no matter what the end all be all is if you're going to give a tip to someone uh you're serving hot food hot you're serving cold drinks cold and tipping doesn't always have to be the the ambiance or the experience. It can also be things like speed. I I my promised time was 815. I walked in and they had it hot and ready and fresh at 815 and I walked out. That's a great experience that might be worthy of an extra buck because you had somewhere to be. So you could nickel and dime all aspects of tipping, but this circle of tipping as it stands today and the conversation of today has is it's crazy. You're tipping on everything.
1: Yeah, but and and you know, I think that some people get aggravated though. Yeah. that they do get aggravated if you come to the window and you turn around the kiosk and say how much.
2: That's really awkward. Yeah, yeah it, it, it is. is
1: awkward, but you know what? It doesn't have, it's a mentality, right? So people, we can switch our mentality. We can actually, when that kiosk comes through the window at at me, I can choose to tip if I want, and if I don't, it's okay. I like, don't have to tip. It's nothing that we have to do, right? And you you need to be okay not giving that tip if you don't think it the when service you want a was tip, provided. What's
2: going on in your head? Yeah. yeah. When you want to give a buck, what did they do?
1: I want to bless somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I feel that whoever's at that window is being very nice to me, yeah, is being polite to me, I want to bless her or him, and I want to give back. Now, if the person at the window has an attitude and feels like I am an inconvenience for me buying the, <laughs> the coffee service, or the cookie yeah. or whatever, the service that I'm getting, I don't give them a tip. And yeah. I don't feel bad about it either. Yeah. But um, I just feel like, you know, if we could switch the mentality here, because I see a bunch of rumble out there, like, I can't believe these people expect me to do, you know, tip. But really, it's not an expectation. It's just look at it as an opportunity. An opportunity to bless somebody.
0: Bless somebody that's done something good.
1: That's done something that good. Is, yeah, don't reward bad behavior. To your story,
2: if I learn that these things for my regulars or my people coming through my drive-thru or sitting my table, make them give me an extra buck, I'm going to start replicating
0: that yeah. and start doing it more. And instead of making 100 bucks a week, I'm making 150 Absolutely. When you say the mentality of, of people, I mean, yeah. there is a difference, right? There's a difference of going to a... A, 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 a fast food joint or a, a cookie place. And, you know, they're not making minimum wage. They're making more than minimum wage, but they're not making the tip minimum wage that we pay like servers. Yeah, right, Servers, right, servers, right. but they also have to earn that, too. Mm-hmm. But so that's where I think the frustration where people are getting it these days, because we do have it at our, our different brands. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a tip when they pay the credit card. Uh they don't have to tip. And that's the that's the thing what you're talking about. Those people that are you know waiting on you at a counter or at a cookie shop or a fast food restaurant, that's just an extra if they went far and beyond. Or if you feel like you that's really right. want to do something. Yeah. The 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 mentality of and also when somebody's waiting on you in a restaurant, those people are only making like two fifteen, two thirteen, whatever it is an oh, hour. Yeah. Please so be
1: clear on that. that, yeah. that, that
0: those are different yeah. models. Yes, yep. absolutely. So that's where you and I I always said this because I have a friend of mine, you know, people call me like, you know, terrible service. You know, I didn't leave her a tip at all. Like, you know, I I never do that. I always I'm a good tipper because, you know, we're in the business. Yeah. And we know how tough it is. Right. With with people these days. But I I never been so upset that I walk away from a table that I didn't leave anything because I want to leave something like 10 percent. Because I felt like that that's going to tell somebody, okay, they tipped me. They didn't forget me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but th- and, we get and these I up-
1: think 10% says that.
0: It does. It tells them, like, because if they, they want that 15% is what they want. And when when I feel like you do 20 it's like, hey, you did a really good job. Right. And, and that's where I think on the mentality, first on the tipping side of it, and I have friends of mine from way, way back that used to complain, I can't believe I don't go tip to any restaurant. It should be those – they should pay their employees more and not make me employ. Well, let's get it clear, guys. We're in a we're all in a business to make business. Restaurants don't make a lot of money. We make pennies on the dollar. Yeah. If we were to have to pay all of our servers fifteen dollars an hour, whatever minimum wage is, it's going to be, um, we would we would we have only, to mark our product off. Then wings would be high. Then wings would be high. <laughs> so you're gonna tip no matter in it or out of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, with that, but no then doubt. also our our employees are all the hospitality side of it, even the fast food guy. If you step out there and work a little harder, right, and put a little bit of extra smile, a little bit of extra juice in there, you're going to get a bigger tip. And oh, I made yeah. this a long time ago uh, in one of our podcasts, and it's on my reel. It's, it's going – I keep seeing it pop up. And it's about me, you know, carrying groceries out. And yeah. I, I said the same thing every time. And so everybody gave me 50 cents, 50 cents. And I noticed if I didn't say a word, I didn't get anything but if i said something just was polite and went extra open the door for the lady i they they felt like obligated then you know and i think if i if it didn't empo-
1: you feel good too
0: i did i felt like man i felt like i was appreciated too yeah because i stepped out of my comfort zone cuz i wasn't a i was I wasn't a talker Right. but i realized for me to make money that's what i needed to do mm-hmm. and i think if our if employees if you're in the business of Serving at a cookie counter, serving at a fast food restaurant, somehow, gase, you know, you're facing the guest, and you're making a minimum wage. But if you put a little extra, little sauce in there, you know, and you're a little speaking, and hey, how's your day today? Not just say, "Welcome to here." What would you like? You know, mm-hmm. hey, how's your day today? The weather's pretty nice today, right? Yeah. Um, you know, make some comments like, "Summer's coming soon." Something. The wonderful thing, the
2: wonderful thing about tipping is there's not a ceiling on it. Yeah. So you might come in and get. 18, 20% from someone, build rapport with them, find out what team they like, what food they like, how they like to be served, you know, what their wife's favorite team is and the dynamic of that family or that couple or that individual person. And you might make 20%, 20%, 20%, but there's no ceiling to when you start creating that experience for them and start providing them awesome service, that might resonate into 25% or 30% or one extra visit a month to come and see you. Thinking about tipping in that light, where you could, the the sky's the limit, is a much stronger place to go than Mm. the the ten percent argument. Like, how do I get them to come back one more time and see me? It's like, oh my goodness, hope you enjoyed the Mets game tonight. Hey, they're playing Friday night at seven thirty. I'm bartending. I'll see you then. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm thinking all week, how do I get them to tip me thirty percent Friday night? What do I gotta do? What did they eat? Yeah. What were they talking about? that's where tipping flourishes in our industry. And that's why tip credit's there because the, that's, the hospi- right. that's why it's called the hospitality industry. That's right. We need <laughs> we to go serve. all in on in serving and provided excellent service. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and there's a, you know, a million versions to do that. But that's where my bartending experience, I love this topic because I got enamored as being an introvert and not being very good at talking to someone when you turn it into a business. Your business was my section of four. My business was, I'm not very good at talking to people, so I need to learn to relate because I equated that to making more money. And that's a selfish thought, but it's it's how I'm wired. It's 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 like, hey, I'm going to make more if I learn what teams these people like and I get it on their TV as they're walking in the door. It's like, holy crap, I made two bucks because as they were walking in, I put their game on. I'm going to do that for
0: everybody. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's, that, a, yeah. It, it's, it's funny, too, because when our kids, even, you know, when they were going out for the first time at 16 and on their own. And, hey, mom, dad, we're going to Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, and we're going to go eat. And me and Kim always remind them, okay make sure you tip your server yeah. Yeah. or they'll go with their friends yeah. and those like, please make sure you tip your servers because, um, first they know who you are. <laughs> and then second yeah. is they, the kids didn't understand that, that that's, and I didn't understand that years back.
1: Yeah, yeah. Cause it's, it's not a taught art. No, no one's not. teaching us, um, how to tip our hospitality industry. It's mm-hmm. not talked about. Unless it's talked about with the parents at home, right? Mm. So it and the servers they can't go up to you and educate our young yeah. folks out yeah, there. They you don't know, go <laughs> <well>. <laughs> they don't go too well. Don't go too be yeah. Very awkward. So it, it is. It's. I feel sorry for our servers and in, in that respect because a lot of times these kids that do co- service our our frequent our dining experience or what their dining experience, they don't know to tip. Yeah, you know, and so they. It's not that the kids are being ugly or. They just don't know. They, don't, they know. don't know what they don't know and they don't tip. And, 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 and that's that's it makes it hard for our servers because then they're like, I don't want to wait on the table of full of kids. They're not tipping me. I'm just gonna make two dollars and thirteen cents for this hour. And, and, and so the, that stinks for us. On the business but,
0: side, that's why we push to get our tickets where it's wrote, you know, fifteen, eighteen, twenty percent. Right. Yeah, to, to 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 remind those younger yeah. guests and people that don't know. You know, and and like I've read this too in, in Europe, they they don't tip. They don't. That's they don't have the tip model in Europe. Um, and but I heard the same story, and I have watched as many videos about this that they don't get good service either. It's just like here's your water, and it's very slow service. But Without here, ice. yeah. So yeah. Um, so but on, on the business side of it too, guys, this is what's scary too, right? Let's talk about on our side. We get excited when our servers get big tips, right? Mm-hmm. But around the holidays, we get crazy. They get crazy with tips. You got to understand too is when yeah. when a guest comes in, spends twenty two dollars and leaves a two hundred dollars tip, we're paying a credit card processing fee, right on mm-hmm. that. So now I'm paying credit card processing. That server gets the two hundred dollars cash. Yeah, it's not that we back out the credit card, pro- but I'm paying a two and a half percent. I think is it now. Yeah, yeah. So we're paying two and a half percent on that credit card processing fee, and then and you know, so it, it's it's a business side of us too that we get ate up on the tips too. So it's like. It's kind of a balancing act, too. But then also, too, Justin, you see this a lot. Kim, You your side of the office sees a lot where somebody comes in, Mr. Uh, big Business Owner walks in and, you know, gets a cold beer at a bar on Christmas, and he writes the bartender a $1,000 tip. Guys, it happens all the time. Yeah, it does. And what happens with that, too?
1: Yeah, so we hold our breath and hope to goodness it's not a chargeback. Yeah. Because if if Mr. Whoever is not a big tipper, his bank will automatically charge us back for that for that tip and and we can't do anything about it. It's just, it's reversed and we have to give the $1,000 back and the server's no longer with us and they've got $1,000 so the business loses.
2: And the legislation hasn't caught up to us yet. So all of that, when we say charge back, it's all of this this idea of a card not present transaction. So the most secure transaction we can make for a tip in a restaurant is when you put that chip in Mm -hmm. and it's a chip and pin transaction and we're pretty protected there. But the liability shift years ago Everything else, we're basically not. So yeah. that that anything can be a chargeback when it comes to that. So we're paying a processing fee. We're liable to someone charging back, and more than ever, let's talk. You know, present day, there's more credit card transactions and less cash in our business that there ever has been. So now we're even talking about how do we take tips and not, you know, insult our servers by them not getting cash that day and get them that cash that day or put it on their paycheck. Because right now we're having to make like cash runs
0: to the stores yeah. because there's check, no cash, cash in them yeah. anymore. Yeah. Everybody's using their card. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the, the, I don't think people understood that too yeah. on the chargeback thing that, that if you're, if you, your credit card's protecting itself and you, mm-hmm. if you walk in and make a, you know, a, a 80% tip on something, they're going to charge back without even asking you. That's right. And you don't even know what happened, you know, unless yeah. you're really paying attention to your statements. And you don't even know and you're not going to call. Them. So, hey, do you, you, I gave a girl a $200 tip and it's back. I didn't, I don't see it on my charge. And the bad part about it, especially these big ones, you give these, and a lot of employees do quit, but most of them are still with us. But you give some of these employees these $200, $500,000 tips around Christmas. And then three days later, we get a charge back. We got to go, hey, give me the $1,000 back. They're like, I don't have it. Yeah. I paid my car note. I paid my tuition note. Can I pay it out? You know, now they're devastated. Right. And 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 we might lose a good employee of that because now they're gone, right. so it's it's a balancing act with that too, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. one of
1: those push down legislature things that they didn't think a lot about. No,
0: no. You know, just it, push
1: it down to the hospitality industry; they'll figure it out. Which we we do lead in a lot of aspects of business, but that one stinks for our. I think as an our employer, industry.
2: we we almost always, and I'm sure you know a lot of business owners do try as much as possible to take the high road and get that person paid that tip and. Yeah do it with integrity, especially around the holidays. And oh, we want to incentivize yeah, awesome service. And I we, we do it amazing. So we're kind of painting a dark picture, picture there, but we always try to make good on all of those situations. And it yeah. just comes down to, you know, again, it's like, do we allow tipping? And do we, you know, incentive, you know, do we encourage that behavior to happen or do we just jack prices up to where they need to be? And it's yeah. no, we don't want to jack prices yeah. up. We no, want you to not. pay as minimal as possible. And we expect our people to give amazing service. And hopefully if you ever come to a decision about, you know, disputing a tip, you say no, because that tip was left. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: You know, great topics, you know, Kim, I definitely love how you hit on that part that, you know, when you're at a, a place and you're being waited on uh, by an employee, that's, that's not really in the hospitality business. They're just selling you something up front and they spin the thing around and it says 10, 5 or 15, 20%. Yeah. Don't feel, don't feel obligated to do it. I would feel obliged if I if I'm gonna use my stance, if I felt obligated is if they went far and beyond what their everyday job was to be. That's right. Yeah. Hello, sir, how are you doing? Here's your cookies. Thank you. Have a good day. Okay. That's normal. But if they went out far and beyond and, and greeted me in a totally different way and talked about the weather or talked about something else, I feel obligated to that because that young person, normally a young person back there is really hustling. Yeah. You know, and that's what we we're, we're not, we're not lifting up people like that these days because we don't have a lot of hustlers out there. It's a coaching
2: yeah. moment. When you don't leave a big tip, it's, it's absolutely a way for someone to go, man, I only got 10%. Where did I break down in the steps of service? I really want to make sure next time I do a great job. It doesn't necessarily mean you know leave a bad tip and go blast them on social media. Yeah. I'll coach them. <laughs> you know, If that happens yeah. over and over again, by all means. But it's a coaching moment It is to tell them, hey, this wasn't great today. And as a server or as, a, as an ex-bartender, if you tipped me 10%, I didn't go, man, that Kim only tips 10%. I went to a place of like, I need to reevaluate that experience. What did I do? Was I too busy? Did my manager not help? Was, you know, did I, was I by myself and I really needed a bun, another bartender and I only fought to be by myself? Like, did I not give the greatest service in the world I can? Our people are not out there upset with people who are not tipping. They need to be evaluating how do they fix that for the next time and providing great experience. And and it's just, it's a misconception that when you flip it around and hit zero, I'm not insulted by that. I got work to do. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. I got to do a better job, but it's still tough, man. When you get that in your face and you hit no tip or you hit 10%, it's tough.
0: It is. And especially in the world it is right now. Um, yeah. Where we're we at. But I, I want to say one thing too to all us hospitality business owners. We have to do a better job of of teaching our servers that it's not just given. It's earned. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it, it's is earned. it is earned. Yeah, you should get 10 percent. But if you want the 20 percent, the hires, you got to go out and get it.
1: You, you do.
0: And, and it's, you I need think, to. I think in our industry and I challenge our brands to of, of about, you know, we talk about the value of the brand and what, what, how, what people look at the value of what they get when they come to one of our places. It's our job in the hospitality side. And we are failing at that miserably. The whole business is from the hotel business, from anything that deals in the hospitality business. It's totally changed. You know, and, and I, I don't want to blame it on COVID. I don't blame it on, I don't know what it is, but it's different than what it was before years back. You know, what good service was really meant to be and how it was has to be taught. But we got to do a better job at that, you know? Yeah. So
1: it's a challenge.
0: It is. It's challenge it's accepted though, challenge, right? Yeah, w- absolutely. That's,
1: that's, that's one of the things at.
0: we look at each other. When I say this, I look at my losses. I feel like we're losing at that. And we challenge our teams all the time that we got to get better at that. And we still struggle, believe me. Some people let me know. <laughs> <Yeah>? <laughs> we, we we struggle with some stores or had some bad incident happened and 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 we're gonna address it. I promise you. Every guest comment you send to one of our stores or to us personally or to our one eight hundred comment, believe me, it is ran across these repo's desk and we look at it and we hold the people accountable for it. So, but hey, um it's curveball curveballcom. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's curveball time. So um this is the I question. I do have a pad because i you, want I to make sure i want to make sure i'm gonna let you sit i'm gonna ask uh let's see i'm gonna ask I'm Justin this one on first all right well, here we go <sighs> what is one of your biggest regrets in life Ooh. uh, uh
2: i'll get deep on this one and there, there's one thing that always comes to mind and i for 11 years have um not had alcohol and i grew up um with it being a norm accepted and I feel like I lost a lot of years of my life in the beginning stages of my career uh, with my wife and a lot of my family. And I I was always thinking about the next party or at the, after the shift going to the bar. And I didn't struggle. I wouldn't say alcoholism was there. I, I had a problem with like only being able to have one or two. Yeah. I, w- I would always want to have more and extend the party and became the life of the party. And I always saw it as a means to shut my mind down. Um, and I just didn't realize that there was highs in life on so many other things. So mm-hmm. my biggest regret is anywhere from like the call it 18 to 26 years old. I spent a lot of time in those years and I don't have a lot of good memories and a lot of my worst decisions ever were made. And there's one common denominator. So I don't pass judgment on anybody who drinks. Um, I'm you know, I'm yeah, Red Bull on like the rocks or Diet Coke on the rocks. Yeah. I mean, have at it. I'm, I can still yeah. be the life of the party <laughs> without alcohol. But when I think yep. about regrets and looking back, I wonder what those years would have looked like oh, if I'm yeah. the me of now back then. And I yeah. think a lot about that for people who are the closest to me.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you shared that because, yeah. and, and I'm glad you see these questions, and I hope I'm not going to surprise you with some of these <laughs> questions. But I think it's important that we. I know you, Justin, and I know your. I know your past, and Kim does too. I didn't know you were going to answer the question that way, um, but I'm, I'm I'm familiar with that too. And I when, when we go to conferences or we go to meetings, um, you know, I I make sure that when when I go to the bar or go walk up to get me a drink and Kim a drink, I'd get you a Red Bull, yeah. <laughs> or or Diet Coke. Sugar-free Red um, Bull it, on it, the rocks. And, and I, I've never said, <laughs> yeah. come on, have this drink, because I know that's what you, your battle, and you've overcome that, and that's pretty awesome, man. But I, I do these questions because I want people to really know who you are, because there's people out there that you know have the same questions, too, that are challenging themselves with their how they're going to better themselves in life. So, um, dude, thank yeah. you, man. That's I think about cool. the
2: money I would have had as a bartender. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness.
0: <laughs> well, then, but, you know. Wow. Got a lot of tips. Yeah. <laughs> I look. At, I'm looking at it this way. If you went, some irony you, there. You, you might not be sitting right beside me though today. Though. True. That Absolutely. Happens. So things yeah. happen. So uh, Kimberly, are you ready?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Time so to I'm, think about I, yeah, it. I, I, the whole time, Josh, Justin was talking. I'm like, what? What am I going to say here? <laughs> but um, I, I guess one of my biggest regrets is as a mother. You know, we're a female. We do all the things, but we regret. I regret specifically growing this empire and and kind of mm. watching my kids miss my kids uh growing up a lot of times you know they started off their little lives in the back of a Quiznos and um that Playpen This business is is hard, rough, fast and furious and I was there all the time. I never missed any events but just on the day-to-day operational operations of kids like I don't even pick them up or bring them to school. Yeah. You know, you do that. Yeah. And so as a mom that just wears on you, and you know females we carry so much regret and so much um yeah, you know second guessing ourselves are we are we good parents, are we good moms, are we good wives, you know all the crazy emotions that come along with just being a female, but um yeah, I think if I could do it over again, maybe figure something else different out, I don't know, yeah, but i I'm an adrenaline junkie, um yeah you are i am uh <laughs> Good industry Psycho to be in. Psycho, control freak, um, <laughs> mastermind at puppetizing. I'm yeah. all the things. So it's a reg- with that, uh, I'm the perfect, perfect, perfect person for this industry. And so with that, you know, I'll be able to hand it off to my kids. Yeah. And so that's, that makes me feel good. But yeah, just missing out on their little lives and because, man, you don't get that back. Yeah. It's Once
0: hard. it's gone, it's gone. It's hard. Um, I know you definitely, that's where you're going to go because we have that conversation a lot, just me and you. When, yeah. we're, when we're alone about you get really upset and beat yourself I up. I wanted to be a housewife. Yeah, you did. You always told me if I was a housewife, I'd have dinner cooked for you every night. Yeah. You know, I would, I'd rub your feet. <laughs> All this stuff. I'd be on the,
1: on the housewife show. <laughs> yeah. I don't know.
0: But um, that's not way God built you to be. And no,
1: he didn't. He gave me a voice. He gave me and I you know, uh, sound mine and appreciate
0: it. One thing cool about it, uh, we've had conversations and I've had conversations uh with the kids um with those thoughts that you've talked about and uh, what your past was like and I I don't think they see it the way exactly the way you see it.
1: No, they don't. Yeah, Thank they God. see it. they they look
0: at you as like a trophy and you run you run to their games maybe with your, you know, Phone to your ear or a, 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 a something open looking at some paperwork or something but you're right there when they hit the ball and they look back at you like yeah she's here so you did yeah. a good job with that but uh, it is a regret because it, it, is, it is. this is not yeah, this you is just not... get
1: one shot right you get one shot at life that's right you only get one
0: so true and
1: yeah. man it, you want to get to the end of this life because you can't take nothing with you so it's like you're going to have regrets you're going to have bumps in the road but at the end of the day you did the best you can do and you know I hang my hat on that I did the best I could do
0: yeah, well, Do we get to throw the curveball back at me. Um, yeah. yeah, what's your regret? Hey, yeah. you know, it's funny that I when I come up with these questions, it, just to just to dig a little deeper with y'all to share our story a little bit more. I don't think what my answer is going to be because you know me, I don't prep really for anything. I did prep for this tip thing because I really don't know what the word tip where it come from. Yeah, that uh, was nice. Um, yeah, so I, that's the only thing I prepped on. So I didn't prep on this, but when you just hit that at the end about your regrets. Um, I, again, Justin, you you know, I'm going to answer it this way. Um, I don't have regrets in life. I don't, oh, I, boy. I, I, you know, if there's, if there is regrets, if anything, I wish I could have just been a better father and a better husband and just, just, just those, because everything that's happened in my life is what built me, you know, and I'm proud of that. You know, uh, you know, somebody you know, I'm dealing with this, just, uh, the cancer s- issues, you know, I don't regret that because it was given to me instead of somebody else. I can handle it. Um, so I don't regret it because it made me better. And when Kim, when you brought up the thing too about picking up our kids and dropping them off, that was a that was a thing you told me like years back when I didn't slow down. I was so engulfed in the business. And then God gave me I was had cancer. And at that moment I said, I want to pick my kids up and drop them off every day. That's my that's my thing. I like doing that because I'm there for them, you know? Yeah. So um, I, I don't have regrets, but if I if there was any regret I have in my life, I wish I could have just been probably there a little bit more. Yeah. For both of y'all, for the kids and you. And, um, and um, yeah.
1: Well, you were always there for me. We work arm to arm every day.
0: But there's a business side and there's a a relationship side because, you know, there's as many a times just I don't know if you get this. We talk so much at the office. She comes to my office, but it's all business. And me and Kim have the best business life and we have the best home life, too. But it doesn't separate too much and it's hard to separate that. But I, I learned this, too. So maybe the regret is not sitting by the bathroom and listening to you talk because you've come you're like hey can you i just want to talk to you yeah and and normally you know. in the business you come in the office and we talk and i do most of it cuz you're throwing ideas and i come back with a challenge but here you just tell me just don't answer just let me talk about my day <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's all. Girls yeah. want to talk. We want to talk. We don't want you to solve. We just want you to listen and yeah. let us talk.
0: So that's a regret. Maybe there it goes. I should have sat by the bathtub a little, a little longer and yeah. just shut up and just look yeah. at you. We're she- forever learning.
2: Here we that's are. are. I, I I feel you on this one. Yeah. 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 In
0: relationship, <laughs> us guys just never figure it out until the till the last day. Like, in
2: summary, man. Um, you know, when we say people drive profits, it takes people and humans to to run these businesses, and it's long, it's grueling, it's hard work. It's you know a Adrenaline yeah. junkie. You got to be a junkie if you want to be in the hospitality you industry do. and starting a business. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed hearing um, both of your perspectives yeah. on that. And uh, just, it, it's
0: very real. Yeah. It is. All of it. It's real for all of us. And people don't understand this. And this will close it up this way. Uh, the word entrepreneur is a, is a flashy word. I keep saying, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. It is one of the toughest jobs, titles, whatever you could get into.
1: Oh, yeah. Punching um, a time clock is so much easier. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, sometimes it is. Sometimes, it is. sometimes it is because it is grueling. If you're getting in this kind of business, if you're looking out and you're challenging yourself, get ready. It's a, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of stress. It's a lot of time away from everything. I don't play golf anymore. I don't do much of anything besides focus on here and try to put my little five buckets. We'll get into that another t- topic. That's what I use. Um, and uh, it, it's tough. It's yeah. tough. But I, I'm glad I got a Superman team with me. Because yeah, we got too. some great stuff, we'll end this episode right here. But we got some great stuff to be sharing here pretty soon that we've been working on. Super excited in the, in the conference room. Got a lot of stuff moving around and, and some deals that we've been working on. That um, I'm ready to blow up.
1: Yeah. Always working, hey, Always ready, ready to work. move forward. This
0: room is super cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for yep.
2: putting this together. Yeah. Um, and you know, kicking off our first episode with the new desk setup. It, and is, the sound it is cool. It is cool. Um, this is awesome.
0: Well, um, thank you guys again, and uh, we'll see you real, real, real soon. Now remember, go subscribe, guys.